Today's verse is Romans fifteen fourteen. I myself am satisfied about you, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge and able to instruct one another. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. All right, so we are in the home stretch of Paul's letter to the church in Rome. Um, this is the beginning of a new section. Um, my ESV study Bible uh, labels this section that we're just starting today, Paul the minister to the Gentiles. So let me explain to you what, what's going on here. Um, Paul has been sort of... Uh, Paul has been introducing his um, his read of the Word of God, his read of uh, of the life of Jesus um, to the the church in Rome. He's never visited the church in Rome, and so he's he's going in um, in depth with them on what it means to follow Jesus. Um, he's doing that to settle a, a dispute in the church in Rome, a dispute between the. Um, ethnic Jewish people and who have converted to um, to Christianity, and the Gentiles who have uh, decided to follow Jesus, all of which are in the church in Rome, and they there are you know divisions. We've talked about those, those divisions in the past. The other reason that Paul is specifically seeking out the church in Rome is that he has plans. He has plans for ministry, and they involve the church in Rome. Um, let let me explain that. Um, Paul was a missionary. Paul went from um, place to place planting churches. Um, the The letters that he's writing to largely are, uh, you know, Paul, Paul, there's a bunch of Paul's letters in the Bible, and a lot of those are, um, are are letters to churches that he had planted or was involved in planting. Um, he would that he would plant a church, spend a lot of time there, get people from um, from the area to run the church, and then he'd leave. And then he'd check in on them and write them letters. Um, but he had a, this was a big system where he was going around spreading the word, um, planting churches and making sure that it, it could sustain itself when he left. His uh, Paul's mission was to spread the good news of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, people who had not yet received, they, they had no you know, foundation. The Jewish people had a foundation for understanding who Jesus was. He's the Messiah that they grew up learning about being, you know, being promised. But the Gentiles had no foundation. So Paul's mission to spread the gospel to the Gentiles was a big deal. So as he's going around planting these churches, he usually has a a church serve as a, you know, support system for, um, for his missions. Uh, the church in Antioch was a one of those like springboard uh, churches where they would support uh, Paul and his and his and his work, both you know financially, logistically, all, all all that stuff. So the church in Antioch was a big deal as as uh, Paul was spreading the church um, west. Uh, I'm sorry, east. Um, now what Paul is planning is to spread the church west, um, and and he's vi- envisioning Rome. As the launching pad for for growing God's word west in 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 Western Europe, and he's specifically thinking about Spain, and we're going to talk about that uh, later in chapter fifteen. But what Paul's doing now is he's is he's um, it, it's a little intri- he's sort of buttering them up. He's not really buttering them up, but he's he's making clear that he knows a lot about them. And he um, and he's about to ask them to partner with with him. He's he's going to ask the church in Rome to be that springboard so that he can spread 
um, the the new the good news of Jesus Christ to new places and involve them in his ministry. So what Paul's going to do in this section is tell him about his ministry. He's going to tell them this is this is who I am. This is what I've done in the past. My my mission is to um, is to spread the word about Jesus to the Gentiles. Um, because he's going to make a big ask of them. He's going to make an ask of them um, and ask that they support him um, and work with him. He wants to visit Rome. We're going to talk about that. Um, but his plan is uh, is to is to work with the church in Rome for bigger, bigger, bigger things. That's that is and and so what Paul's going to do here is sort of explain. This is what I got in mind. This is what I've done in the past. And that way they'll see this is what the ask is going to be, that, that, that Paul's going to, to come here and, and work with us. Now, the important thing to know, when Paul is planting these churches, when Paul is working with a, a church like Antioch, he's there a lot. They're, they're very, they are partners in, in, um, in, in the mission of spreading the news of Jesus Christ. Um, and so that's why he's sort of being so clear about his theology is that he knows that they're 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 going to need to partner with him. So he's wanting to tell them this is what I've this is what I believe and this is what I've done and that's what he's doing here. Now in in today's verse, Paul uses an interesting word that really applies to what he feels when he's partnering with a church, and it's a it's a Greek word that in ESV they're translating to instruct instruct one another. But in actuality, it it has a very different connotation. It's it's the kind of word that you use when you are correcting someone. In fact, the the most literal translation of of this word nothetian, uh, I'm butchering that, is to admonish. It's not to instruct. It's to admonish. And here's here's a way that that word was used in um, in the book of Acts, which which Luke wrote. So in in Acts chapter twenty. Uh, Paul is is speaking with the elders in the church in Ephesus, and he spent a lot of time with the church in Ephesus. He's partnered with the church in Ephesus. He's planted that church. He's spending a lot of times a, a lot of time with them. And then, in towards the end of his discussion with the church with the elders in in Ephesus, um, he says this. I'm going to start in verse 29. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. And from among you, uh, and from among your own selves, will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore, be alert, remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears. That word "admonish" is the same Greek word. Luke uses the same Greek word um, here in Acts uh, twenty, verse verse thirty one that uh, that Paul will will use in his letter to the Romans. So what he's telling the letter to the Romans is that you I I've got a lot of faith in you guys. Um you're full of goodness, you've got knowledge, you're able to instruct one another. You're able to admonish one another. You're able to do the things that I spent years doing with the church in Ephesus. I'm tr- we're trying to mold each other into into God's people um who are who are after God's own heart. And sometimes that means admonishing. Here's the big takeaway that I want you to focus on today uh, in this verse. When we are molding each other, it's not always fun. Notice in 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 Acts 20, verse 31, it says, I, I, I did not cease night or day to admonish everyone with tears. Paul, I'm sure, would have been happy, you know, would have preferred to have gone there and just hung out, made sure everything was fine. 
not cause any drama. Just, you know, just, and I, I myself do that a lot. I, I, I try to avoid conflict. And so I try for everything to be okay. Um, but that's not what we're called to do all the time. We're called to um, night and day admonish each other with tears. We're not supposed to be happy to admonish each other, but we're supposed to do it because we want what's best for each other. We want what's best for, uh, for, for our brothers and our sisters. And that means we build them up. It's not so. So Paul has spent um, so much time in in the church in Ephesus. He spent a lot of time writing the church in Rome, and he's saying that part of the, our job is to admonish each other when we need admonishing. It's done in a loving way. The the, the church leader later in Acts twenty, they'll say that um, they'll they'll say that uh, that that the the church leaders wept when Paul was leaving. He's just spent years admonishing them, and yet they're 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 weeping when he's leaving because they knew he's admonishing them because he cares about them because he loves about them. He wants nothing more than them to be at peace, be have that peace and joy in Jesus Christ. Um, that's why he's admonishing because he wants what's best for them. And so he chose the difficult path to admonish. We're supposed to do the same thing um, out of love. When you're done admonishing someone, um, if, the, if, if they are, are you know, angry with you, you've done it wrong. If they understand where, you're, where your heart is, where you're coming from, you're doing it right. So um, it's up to us to, to have those hard conversations, to admonish each other, to instruct one another. And the ultimate goal is for us to, you know, be able to do that in our own little communities without Paul, you know, um, having a lot of um, hands-on, you know, oversight, which is what the church in Rome was doing. So that's uh, today's verse. We'll talk more about uh, this in tomorrow's verse. So make sure you come back and listen to tomorrow's devotional. But I appreciate y'all listening today. Y'all take care.